right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean, the Irishman King. What's up, everybody? Man, Sean, it feels really good that you're sitting across from me. I know. Dude, it's exciting. It's so great. Uh, so, I guess we can let them in on the, on the secret. Some people know this, some people don't, but we normally record in opposite countries. This is true. Which is crazy. So, a lot of time editing. We record separately. It's usually rough. Plus, we don't get to sit right across from each other. So, you're here right now. We're sitting across from each other. It's great. Let's do some good podcasting. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So, we got to talk about... We got to talk about the Disney-Fox deal that happened recently. Insane. We've been asking for it. The fans have been wanting it ever since the MCU started. We're finally getting it. Finally happened, right? Disney bought Fox Studios, so we're getting the X Men. We're getting Daredevil. We're getting the Fantastic Four all in the MCU now, or the possibility of them all being in the MCU, and everybody that comes with them, including their villains like Doctor Doom, you know, Galactus, uh, Venom. Or actually, no, Venom no. was Sony. Venom's Venom was Sony. Sony. Not Daredevil either. They already had Daredevil. Did I say Daredevil? You said Daredevil. I, I said Doctor Doom. Nah, you went, you went Fantastic Four, and then you said Daredevil. Really? I didn't mean to say Daredevil, man. I could have sworn I said something else. But anyway, it's a great deal. How do you feel about it? It almost seems like it's too good to be true. You know what I mean? It does. Like, it I does almost don't believe it. Like, I've been reading about it, and yeah. like I'm like saying, like, no, that's not true. That's true. It I does, mean, it's, it, it's crazy to think about. I think there's there's some good things. There's some bad things with it. Um, what's good? Fantastic Four has been garbage this whole time. Garbage. Um, Complete shit. So yeah, maybe you know Disney can do it right. I think it'd be cool to see those characters, you know, mixing it up with like Iron Man and Cat and Thor and stuff. If it happens, because who knows what their future is gonna be. But right. still, it, it'd be cool to see them mix. I think the dynamic of X-Men and the, the universe that they've created already, um, I mean, that's obviously all going to change, right? Yeah. It is a good time for a reboot. Because, um, you know, if you think about it, I mean, all kind of like versions of the movies have had their trilogy, so they, they can end it right now. They could. I mean, we have the Dark Phoenix coming up, but, I mean, in reality, that doesn't look all that promising. And then we have the New Mutants, which is like, it's supposed to be like a horror film. So Fox is, you know, they went with the, the R-rated comedy with Deadpool and it was successful. They went with the R-rated, like, uh, tragic dr- uh, drama of Logan and it was successful. So I think they're, they're still doing it. They're trying to, you know, turn the wheels and, like, switch up these superhero movies and kind of add extra spins to them. So the New Mutants is supposed to be a horror film. But, I mean, I like, I saw the trailer, but I wasn't, Nothing about it really excited me because of such a like inconsistent track record. I mean, we talk about DC having problems, but I feel like arguably Fox is like 
even more so inconsistent because we'll get one good film and then like three to four shit films <laughs> and then like one good film and it's like like come on man i mean dc you could argue has been consistently okay right like if you average it out there the movies are okay but like i feel like fox is just like we're often just scratching our heads like what the fuck are you doing i mean when you really think about it they only have a handful of really good movies right yeah like, i would say x-men one was good X-Men okay. 2 was good. All right. X-Men 3 was shit. Absolutely. Wolverine Origins, they messed up Deadpool, so that was Awful. shit. Awful. Um, I think they called just the Wolverine was the second one. Yeah, when he that went to one, Japan. Uh, that one was pretty bad, know. too. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, there's a lot really of fans. There's a lot of fans that like that one, though. I don't really remember it all that well. I just remember his metal claws looking terrible, and he fought a giant samurai. And then got his. Which the samurai was like, you know, he's a character, but they didn't really do him no. right. Like I don't know. There's a lot of things, and then there was a lot of things in that movie that like didn't make sense. Like he got his adamantium claws cut off, and then like he grew, he regrew like his bone claws. But it's like, isn't there adamantium in your entire skeleton? Like, wouldn't that? I don't know. Look. I, anyway, uh, X Men First Class, I enjoyed quite a bit. That's probably one of my favorites. That's good. Again, Deadpool and Logan are great. But I think there's a future past that I kind of enjoyed. Yeah, there was some good moments in that one. But Apocalypse was crap. Yeah. And again, Fantastic Four has been complete shit across the board. So it, it is. I gotta say, the original ones didn't do good. But I was young and I remember enjoying them at the time. Yeah, when I was young. And now I think I went back and watched another one. And I, like I watched the second one recently and I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is terrible. What was I thinking? <laughs> so, so bad. Um, so, with this new deal, we can def- we're definitely going to get to see some reboots. We're going to get to see, you know, the X-Men in the, in the cinematic, and hopefully the X-Men in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Fantastic Four, hopefully. Not only that, but it opens up so many worlds of possibilities, not just with heroes, but with villains as well, right? Because, and we're going to do an episode about this eventually, but... You know, we've talked about, like, after Thanos, like, who's going to be the big bad of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? And now with them having the rights to, like, the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and their list of villains, we have the potential to bring Galactus into it. We also have the potential to do, like, an uh, Avengers versus X-Men type of deal where, it, I mean, we, we kind of had Civil War and that, that worked very, very well. But that was still kind of smaller scale in comparison to what it could have been, right? Like, it was, what were the teams, like, six on six or something like that? Yeah. Right? So, you think we do we do an Avengers versus X-Men movie, like, we could legit have a movie of, like, 20 heroes versus 20 heroes. Like, that could be insane. So, Nancy, do you think that's a good thing, or do you think that's too much? It, it could go either way, right? It could definitely get to a point where it's too much. We could definitely suffer from the fatigue, but we could also think about... Because the thing with Disney owning Fox Studios, we're probably going to see less superhero movies per year now, right? Because there's going to be one main studio putting them out. You think if Disney has, they have the deal with Sony for Spider-Man, which is all Sony really did. Like they're coming out with their Venom movie, but we have no idea how that's going to turn out. So their biggest thing was Spider-Man. So now Spider-Man is in the MCU. Now we're going to have all the characters that Fox was doing also in the MCU. 
So you think that could cut out an additional two to three move, superhero movies per year just alone, right? So with the ones, and Disney's not going to, I don't think they're going to go on this like crazy, uh, crazy like release schedule of trying to make up for the movies that Fox would have put out along with the movies they were already going to put out, right? I don't think they're going to go from putting out two superhero movies a year to now putting out like six. It's just, I yeah, just don't think. Yeah, it seems a little unrealistic. Yeah, it seems very so. unrealistic. So I think it could be a good thing in the sense that we might not run into that superhero fatigue like everybody is worrying about now. You know what I mean? We could, <clears throat> Since we're going to get less movies, we, we're going to see these characters less. We're going to have more space in between these movies. And it won't seem as overwhelming. But with all the characters, it could, again, if we could see all the characters together and be like, holy shit, like this is crazy, all these characters together. Or it could be a complete, complete mess. And it's just like, man, they should have yeah. just stuck with like, you know, 10 or so or whatever. But with the Avengers Infinity War coming up, we're going to get a pretty good idea. That's of what made me think balance. of it. Cause I was talking to some people and then uh, some people were showing me that they had concerns about one movie having so many heroes in it. And if it's going to really work, cause I've never done a movie with this many heroes and it is a lot. It's kind of yeah. hard to imagine how they're going to be able to put all of it together. They seem to be doing it. Cause I mean, again, civil war was kind of like a taste of that, right? We saw, uh, count them out. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we got cap. Iron Man, War Machine, Spider-Man, Black Widow. I don't know. It was like 12 or so characters, I think. 12, 13 characters, maybe. And then not only that, but they introduced two new characters in the one movie. We had an introduction of Black Panther and Spider-Man into the MCU. And that could have easily fallen apart. But it didn't. Like They held that movie together phenomenally. That's still arguably one of probably my favorite MCU movie to date, right? So I definitely think that they could do it. And Disney has the money now. Obviously, they have the money. $52.4 billion for this deal. They have the money, clearly, and the resources to to make a large budget film like that and not maybe have multiple directors. You know what I mean? To have multiple teams working on multiple different parts of the movie and still have somebody like Kevin Feige overseeing all of it to make sure everything, all, all the together. puzzle pieces come together perfectly. So it's just, it's hard to argue with their track record. You know what I mean? Like they've, they know what they've been doing and they, not everything has been perfect, of course, right? Not everything is going to be perfect, but I mean, they have a really solid, um, solid catalog of, of, of Marvel movies and yeah, there's definitely been more good than bad. Yeah. Having, having the potential of having all these extra characters in it is like crazy. So let me ask you this one more question and then we'll get to what, you know, this, this pod's about. Do you think that they should keep any of the cast members that Fox has already, or should they revamp all the characters? And my main concern in this question is Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. I think they'd be stupid not to do that. Right. So we, I don't know if you read the article, but one of the first things that the the CEO of Disney addressed, or I don't know if he's like the, the, the big CEO, he might just be a CEO of a branch of Disney, right? But they, they specifically took the time to address the fact that 
they are not they do not have plans to take the R rating away from Deadpool. I did read about that. Yeah. But I haven't read anything about it still being Ryan Reynolds. They didn't specifically say that. You're right. They didn't say that. But I would I would assume that if they realize it would be dumb of them to take their R rating away from it, it would also be dumb of them to take Ryan Reynolds out of it. Like one of the reasons why people like Deadpool so much is because it was a true passion project for Ryan Reynolds. That's why I was one of the reasons why I was so successful. Not because we had an R rating, not because it was the first superhero we, movie we saw with a bunch of blood and guts and gore and like crazy nut humor and, <laughs> you know, a bunch of dick jokes. Like that's not, that's not ultimately why I was successful. It was successful because we had a person who was truly passionate about the character and about telling the story that he wanted to tell and bringing it to the screen in a way that worked. And I think it would, like I said, I think it would be dumb of Disney to not realize that one of the reasons why I was so successful is because of Ryan Reynolds. I, so, I completely agree with that. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like that's the one character that they could take over because it's Deadpool. And, you know, he's going to be there making some type of joke about, yeah. like, oh, hey, we switched companies. Yep. If Here anything, I am at Disney. Yeah, if anything, he'd be the easiest character to transition into the universe and not have to worry about an explanation not have to worry about trying to come up with some like convoluted way to mix him. Like they could literally, they could throw him in a movie after Infinity War and just be like, "Here he is." You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, exactly. He's here, and like you said, he just cracks some jokes about like, "Oh, shit, am I in a different? Am I in a different universe?" It's like this, this is what's going on. All oh, right, Disney made that deal. Because he breaks the fourth wall. I right? feel like I'm, him do that. I'm expecting it in the in Deadpool 2 already a joke to be about it. Like, oh, you I'm know sure. he's going to say yeah. something about it. I'm sure they went back to the drawing board and was like, where can we fit yeah, something in this about in here. this? It has to be in here. Because he made a joke in the first Deadpool about... Um, the timelines? Yeah, about the different timelines and stuff like that and how it made no sense and how he was confused about it. So they could easily throw that in there. So, yeah, I think they definitely... It'd be dumb on their part not to keep Ryan Reynolds. How but, do you feel about the other characters? Um, look, now that Hugh Jackman's done, I, I, I like, um, I like the current Professor Xavier. I can't think of his name, the actor's name right now. It's blanking on me. I'm blanking on it too, but I don't know what you're talking um, about. I like the current young Magneto, Michael Fassbender. I remember his name. Um, he, he does a really good job. I like Patrick Stewart as the old Professor Xavier. I like Ian Ian something. The other the guy that plays the old Magneto. Like I like all of those characters. Ian McGregor, I think it is. I think you're right. Ian McGregor. Um Don't ever quote me on that. No. Other than that, everybody else I feel like could go. Like I, I wouldn't care one way or another. Like it's just James McAvoy is James young. McAvoy, that's his name. Shit. Why can I think of that? I knew it too, but I was blanking yeah. on it completely. So I like all of those characters. Other than that, I feel like everybody else could go. Like I, but I feel like if you do an X Men movie, it's definitely gonna be a, a one for all thing. Like it would be weird to take you know Professor X, James McAvoy, and not do all the other characters as well. And I feel That's honestly, true. in my opinion, I think if I had the choice. I would only do Ryan Reynolds and I would revamp everybody, even though I like the characters because it just makes it confusing. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is the only one because he can make a joke about it and, you know, take it in stride and it'd be perfectly fine. But, I mean, if you weren't a comic book fan, you didn't understand all this stuff was going on, you would see 
all of a sudden you see, you know, Professor X, James McAvoy talking to Ant-Man and it's be like, this is so weird. Have they been together this whole time? Yeah, like, that's true. Where were they, you know, when Ultron was attacking? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Do you think that non-comic book fans, like, because there are people who don't understand this, right? There are right. people who go to see these movies and have no idea that there are different studios that they just see the Marvel logo and think, oh, okay, there's it's the same Marvel that makes the Iron Man movies and the Avengers movies, and then they see like this shit Fantastic Four movie and think like, what what happened here? Like, why wasn't Iron Man in this movie? You know what I mean? Like, they don't understand. Do you think that? Do you think that they care? Like, do you think this will make a difference? I guess. I think that's where I was going. I don't know. I kind of lost my train of thought. I think uh, I think some people will care, and then I think some people won't even pick up on it. And I'll, I'll give this example. My mom went to see Justice League. She comes home. She's like, I was expecting to see Iron Man in it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Mom, it's a different universe. different. Yeah. You know, It's owned by different people. It's a completely different thing. She's like, oh, oh. So, I mean, there's definitely people out there that watch these movies, and they don't understand that there's a difference in universes. I mean, I even Not sometimes sure. told Denise... Like, this is DC, this is Marvel. Like, she's pretty good at it, but, I mean, sometimes I'm like, yeah, this is a different thing. No, Dominique's the same way, because, like, she understands it, but even she's like, she's like, so why don't they just make a movie with all of the superheroes together? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, like, with Batman and Iron Man. I'm like, because it doesn't work that way. Like, what do you mean? They can't just do that. They can't just cross universes. I feel like with this deal that just happened, you know, anything's possible. Who knows? That's true, though. I was just going to ask you Do you think it could happen eventually? Because, I mean... DC Dude. needs to get their crap together. If DC starts doing really good, I could see it happen. That's true, but Disney bought Fox Studios, right? So it's not it's not that far fetched to think that they could possibly one day buy Warner Brothers Studios either. Like it's pretty clear. I don't know if they would though, because I feel like DC makes a lot of money for Warner Brothers. I mean, there's the, there's the movies which they don't right. do a good job, but there's also the TV shows, which do get yeah. them a lot of money. And then Warner Brothers has the whole deal with CW. Arguably, they probably make more merchandise like. on like... Oh, yeah, the shirts. Or and more money stuff. on like the merchandise than, than anything else. But I don't know, man. Like, I feel like anything could happen if, if the number's right. And again, seeing that Disney but what paid... what would Warner Brothers do without $54. it? $54.2 billion, dude. Like, I can't even fathom that much money i just right that is insane dude and it's just i i gotta think that like warner brothers has like if they become in a bind at any point you know what i mean because that's kind of like where fox was like they they were kind of like man we we can't really seem to get this shit right like we need to just focus on what we're good at which is our news and our sports let's just let's 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 be done with the with the movies and stuff like let's just focus on what we know and i mean warner brothers could eventually find themselves in that same situation and then if disney decides like hey let's buy them too dude we could get a real life crossover man that'd be insane disney would be unstoppable they would be but it it would be crazy it seems like it's pretty clear that they're out to like conquer the world yeah it's They're definitely Mickey Mouse is fucking gonna be the dictator of planet Earth at at some point. It's just (laughs) it's just gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But there's like "Uh laugh in the background, (laughs) driving driving everybody nuts. (laughs) Alright, that's it our that's it our main topic. 
All right, bet. So our main topic today is we're talking best of 20, 2017. <laughs> I don't know why I've on the year. Through these years, I remember when I was a kid, I used to think that a year was a long time. Like, I'd ask my mom something like, when can I get this or when can we do this? And she'd be like, oh, next year or in a couple of years. And I'm like, a year? That's so long. You know, there's, a, there's some science behind that. Okay. Are you so, going to educate us right I'll now? I'll educate you real quick. All right. So the, the reason that is is because relatively a year when you're younger is so much long because it's a big chunk of your life. But as you go through more years, relatively it's small because now you've been so through so through many, so many years. Oh, that makes sense. Which is crazy to me because I don't think we ever say ages. I'm 26 right now. Right. Um, and I feel like years go by in like a second. Yeah, in October. I know, I'm I old. I you turned 25. Nah, 26. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm an old man. Shut up, man. My mid, my mid to late 20s, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> mid to late. I love how you mid to late. The mid to late 20s in there. That's that's funny. But no, that makes sense, though. Yeah. Yeah. So when I'm 50, man, years are going to feel like seconds. Years are going to be like, yeah, all year's over. Year's done. <laughs> God. But um, so yeah, the year of 2017... We're going to be talking best of and worst of uh, 2017, mostly referring to comic book movies, animated and live action. We're going to start off chronologically. We're just going to kind of go through the movies, talk about them briefly, because there's a couple of them that we didn't do reviews on, right? Do podcast right. reviews on at least. So we're going to kind of talk about them briefly, kind of go through them, and then we're going to try to crown a crown a champion of 2017. Not based off of money or whatever, whatever. It's what we say goes. So <laughs> shut up. Let's do this. All right, you ready for the first one? All right, you got the list. You're in charge of this. My anxiety is building up because I'm not in control of this episode. It's kind of freaking me out. But all right. all right, go ahead. First movie, Justice League Dark. So the animated movie. All right, so we start off with the animated movie. That, so man, I think we did a review crazy. of this. I don't know if we actually posted it. Though. We did. I, don't think I we think did. we just talked about it. We did talk about it. Though. Yeah. That was one of our practice podcast episodes. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll post it. Yeah. And it's going to be super irrelevant. Nobody will listen to it. <laughs> it will be. And it'll be super <laughs> just terrible. It'll be a lot of, um. Only a diehard fan yeah. will be like, ooh, let me check this out. Yeah. No. God. We're, uh, so this movie. I remember watching it, and I think I had a very, like, I was okay, kind of feel to it. Um, I mean, it's in that like that same universe that they've been building on. That had like the Justice League War and the the Justice League, the Atlantis one. I don't know what the, that one's called. Yeah, the same one. Uh, it's the same Batman from um, Batman versus Robin, Batman and Son, right? Batman, Batman and, Son, and Son, or something like that. Batman, um, uh, Blood in the Family. Blood, bad blood, bad blood. You're right. Blood in the family. It's like that T Swift song. Yeah. So same Batman, same Justice League, but we get a new Justice League now. Batman is still in it because you can't have any kind of Justice League movie or show without Batman. Doesn't make sense. Can't comprehend that. Um, and then we get so we get Justice League Dark is basically actually you you say this. What am I doing? Tell us what Justice League Dark is. Ah, let me see if I remember. Because there might the be basic a live-action Justice League Dark, too. 
Yeah. So the, I think the premise was there was some mystical issues going on. So the the standard Justice League team, you know, they're not the experts. So the a team gets developed that are you know all the magical characters, um, in the DCU. So or we in got, DC. Yeah. I just so we say. got Constantine. Batman, of course, again, because he right. deals Zantana. with everything. Zatanna. Um, we get Dead Man. We get Dead Man. We get, uh, what is that dude's name? The Demon. Etrigan. Etrigan, the Demon. Um, and and we, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, yeah. Which I thought was interesting that they didn't include Shazam, because he is magical. He is, but I don't know if he deals with, like, the Magic mystic issues. arts, yeah. I still feel like he should, but he wasn't even in the movie. He should have been in the movie. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he, I guess he could. You're right. His powers are based in magic, but it's more like magic just grants him like the ability the to beat the shit has. out of people. But anyways, um, I mean, I don't remember it super well. I remember yeah, Batman dude, like, was like about a it, it came out probably it. like early January, right? Uh, it was February. February. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Holy shit. I remember being disappointed about Swamp Thing. Yeah, because he was um, only in the movie for like hardly in it. Fucking yeah, they put him on a cover and in the trailers, like he was in the movie, like half of it, and he was in the movie for like three and a half minutes. Yeah, they kill Etrigan. Spoiler. They do. That's yeah, they cool. they separate him from the other guy, right? No. I think they separated him. Yeah, they, that's why he because he died like clearly that. this movie's not amazing because we don't remember no, it super well. I remember and we now. haven't decided to rewatch it that's since true. February. <laughs> I remember now they did separate because the reason that dude is like hundreds of years old and the only reason why he's still alive is because Etrigan is inside of him and right before Etrigan took over his body, he was stabbed in the heart. But Etrigan took over, so he lived, and the only reason he was surviving that wound is because Etrigan was a part of him. So they separated him, and that wound was still there, but now Etrigan was gone, so he just bled out to death. Boom. <laughs> Talk about a fucking memory, baby. That's my superpower. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're really excited about remembering. Yeah. Because there's some stuff I'm just like, uh. And other stuff I remember very vividly. Yeah. So I'd say, I mean, if you're into the animated movies, go check it out. Check it out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's worth watching. Amazing, it's not amazing, but it's okay. It's I, should we rate it? Interesting way to spend an hour and 20 minutes or yeah, whatever the runtime is. Long. Batman's always good, right? Yeah, I remember he, he, like, he like, scares a ghost at one point that he can't even see. And I think that was one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, no, oh, there was the scene where like the like Death Reapers or whatever, like Reapers, they came from hell. And they were like, they went up to Batman. They was like, you've avoided us quite a few times, my friend. Like, we're going to get your ass one day. But you've, you've cheated. You've cheated death a few times. And he's just kind of like, he just kind of shrugs it off. Like, well, you No, know. but that's the thing. He couldn't see them. So dead man could see it. But he couldn't see it. And they're like saying these things to yeah, him. Yeah, you're right. And they're like, that. Santana, I think dead men are telling him there. And then he literally goes, boo. And like, they jump. <laughs> Only Batman. Only Batman. Can scare ghosts he doesn't seize. So rated uh, out of five magical wands. Three. I was gonna say three too. Yeah, that's it's it's cool, but I don't I can't see myself going back and maybe 
Well, I might go back and rewatch it. Yeah, maybe a, there's a some, rainy afternoon. Yeah, there's there's some days where I just have nothing to do, so I just kind of binge like all the DC animated movies, because some of them are really fucking good, and other uh, ones I just kind of like, eh. So, you know, really looking forward to Gotham by Gaslight though. That's, yeah, me too. I'm excited for that one. I gotta read that comic book too. We'll talk about it when we get to it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All, all right, right so next what we got on next? the list. <clears throat> The Lego Batman movie. Nice. So you didn't see this one. I didn't see this. You piece of shit. So I saw it. I'm not up to date on the Lego movies. I haven't seen any of the Lego movies. I haven't seen any of them either. Apparently, the Lego movie was actually really good. And the Lego Batman movie is like a direct spinoff from it. But I didn't see the Lego movie. I saw the Lego Batman movie, though. Loved it. It's real good. I mean, of course, it's a Lego movie. So there were some cheesy moments. You know what I mean? But, dude, it it was real funny action-packed like there was some heart in it like basically the story is just kind of like this version of batman is trying to trying to not only understand what a family is again but he just he doesn't know how to handle having one so like they introduce like robin and like batgirl and he's just kind of like he's so used to being alone he's just kind of like doesn't know how to deal with like having Robin around, right? As as like a adopted son or whatever. He's just so it, it it's good, man. It deals with like family and and like <clears throat> the power of like working together and like not being alone and all that good stuff. I mean, here it's good. got a lot of like Batman jokes and references. That, it like, does. Like true Batman fans will really only pick up on. They yeah, have a lot got, of like. You got the bat nipples in there, which is <laughs> real solid. Uh, you got the shark repellent, which is from the 1960s yeah. Batman when he was getting attacked by a shark hanging from a helicopter. So he literally had shark repellent in his utility belt. <laughs> and so he makes a joke about that. It's they have a great. lot of like. D-list characters too, don't they? Yeah, they have a lot of super weird ones. I can't even think of them right now. I feel like, like there's they have, a moment. They have Condiment King. Who? Condiment King. He like shoots like mayo or ketchup or some shit. I feel like, like that. they He's had something like that. I feel like they had like a mattress guy. He's in, in the there animated series too. Is he? Yeah. And they like really made him a joke. We won't get into that. That's a whole other thing. But. Crazy. Yeah, there's like a moment where he walks into like a trap, and then like there's like every villain of Batman's ever all the way down to condiment King, apparently <laughs> shooting ketchup right at his face. Um, but yeah, and then the voice performance in it performances were good. We got Will Arnett as Batman. We had Michael Sarah as Robin, who was fine. Uh, Rosario Darlson as, as Batgirl. We had, uh, I feel like it's so strange that you know this, that I know all the actors and yeah. actresses names. Dude, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I started to gain this knowledge. I think that was like one year I just really started to get into movies. And I was just like, I like this actor or actress. Who are they? So I just started learning names. And now I just kind of like. Stuck in your yeah, head. Yeah, I just kind of have them. Like Zach Galifianakis, the guy who, I think that's how you say his name. I'm pretty close. I'm pretty fucking close. Trust me. The guy from um, The Hangover. The, the fat one. Yeah. He play. He does the voice of the Joker. Um, <clears throat> let's see who else we got. Anyway, real solid voice cast. That's a good movie, man. I would. I don't know why you haven't seen it. Watch it. I was watching it and the quality was crap. And then that's understandable. I've, I've seen the beginning of it. I I can't do standard definition. 
Yeah. I just. All right. Four ADP. Uh, what is this? How many Lego blocks out of five? I'm going to stack those bitches up to four. It was real solid, man. That's a, that's a good score. It's real solid. I liked it quite a bit. Maybe even four and a half. Maybe even four and a half. Damn near a perfect movie. Yeah. Does your scale actually no not? Does your scale vary? When on you like put animated it, yeah, movies versus I don't know. regular movies, they, I think they do. I think you're absolutely right about that. I think I have a four lower. Is high. <laughs> I think I have a lower standard for animated movies than I do for live action movies. And when you just said <laughs> that's a near perfect movie, I thought to myself, No, it's not. <laughs> so I'm gonna scale it back to a four. It was good. I thought it was really enjoyable. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out. Even if you haven't seen any of the other Lego movies, I think you should watch this one, especially if you're a Batman fan. I quite enjoyed it. So, All right. Next one Take up. That. You ready? Yep. We got Logan. Now, fun fact here about the Logan movie is we also did an upset on this one. We did. We did not put it up. And it was probably the worst episode we've ever done ever. Oh, undoubtedly so. Um, it was like we're like yawning in it. It was like two in the morning. It was like two months after the movie came out, yeah. so we barely we're trying remembered to recall it. it. it was trying like, to remember it while we're like both just dozing off podcast as we're podcasting. Yeah, it was the worst. So, but I'm gonna go ahead and say I might rate this the best X Men movie. Out of all of them. Hands down. It was... Definitely. It was great. Oh, absolutely. I want to go back and rewatch it. There's... um So, with the DVD release, you they had a special combo pack where they had Logan Noir. So, it was just all in black and white. I really kind of... I'm not, like, huge into black and white movies or anything like that. Like, I'm not the kind of person to be like, this would look really great in black and white. Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't really give a shit. <laughs> Actually, I rather enjoy color. Give me the red, greens, and blues all fucking day. But I think it would be interesting to watch that movie. Yeah, I would definitely. White I would do it. If I had the DVD, I would check it out. Yeah. Well, I have it, sir. So yeah. we will check it out. That's what we're going to do later on tonight. We will definitely check it out. No, dude, this was definitely hands down the best X-Men movie. Hands all the way down the best Wolverine movie. I mean, the oh, other yeah. ones I mean, don't the other even ones, compare. Yeah, the other ones like, don't compare. They're like literally night and day. Um, But yeah, like this. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, go see it. Basic concept. Do you want to break this one down? I did the last one. All right. So, now again, this came out, what, in March. So it's it's been a minute. It's been a long time. We got. It doesn't feel like it came out this year. Like, that seems yeah, so I know. long. I definitely feel like it came out last year, but it was this year. It's insane. Oh. All right, go ahead. We got old man Logan. He um, He's living in a world where mutants don't really exist anymore. His powers are beginning to wear off because he's getting old, so you can see him. You know, he's gray hair, but he's got scars all over his body. You can tell when he's getting hurt. It's taking him longer to heal. And on top of that, the anim- his since he's gotten old, so much older... The antimantium is poisoning him, right? right? So a lot of people don't know, but the reason why Wolverine can survive having the antimantium in his body is because his healing factor can fight it off, and it's constantly fighting it off from killing him. But as he gets gets older, 
his healing factor starts to get kind of wonky. It doesn't work as well. So the animantium is slowly poisoning him and his his healing factor is having a harder time fighting it off. So he's dealing with, with that throughout the movie. Go ahead. You got right. it. Yeah. So he's taking care of Professor X. Basically, something happened. They don't quite tell you what it is, which is something I actually really enjoyed about the movie. They kind of almost left it to your imagination. Like, you kind of knew what happened, but you don't know exactly. But something happened where Professor X is having Alzheimer's. He's losing control of his powers. Something happened with him that killed a whole bunch of the X-Men and the school. And Wolverine, you know, healing powers, is able to survive it. And he's, like, watching over Professor X. Meanwhile, we got, you know, some, you know military units trying to create weapons out of the mutant gene. As what governments do. Yeah. Up to their usual shenanigans. Uh, we get introduced to X-23. Laura. Right. Cool fun fact. And I know you still haven't checked that out. I'm going to call you out right now. Uh-oh. If you watch X-Men. Um, All the old animated series. Old animated series. I haven't. Was it X-Men uh, Unlimited? No. That doesn't sound right. Is it? Nah, I gotta look now. It's gonna bother me. But she was created in one of the cartoons, not in the comics, which is something I think is really cool. Ah, fun fact. So like Harley Quinn, who was also created in the cartoon and not the comics. What's in, how many characters have, have fallen into that category of being created in the in like a TV show or cartoon first and then being transferred over to the comics because of their popularity? That's a... That's a good episode right there. We should Yeah. We should look that up. I gotta imagine that there's quite a few, right? You would think so. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, trying to fill some space here while you're googling shit. Evolution, that's what it is. X Men Evolution. Got it. Okay, cool. Whoo! That uh, was flawless. Almost had a lot of dead air right there. That could have been bad. Not happening here, baby. Not happening here. Do so you think about I mean this show came out in 2000 so this character is in comic book terms not even that old no fairly young make it all the way to a live action movie that is pretty crazy man wow yeah basically they saw i mean this is not nothing to do with logan but basically that character was created in that show and it's almost the same concept except um she's created by hydra so hydra steals the weapon x experiments and then they clone Wolverine and they're having issues with it but for some reason they're able to make it a girl and that was effective hmm I know I know also that she's her healing factor is better than Wolverine's because they did not put animantium in her entire body they only put it because she has two claws on her on each hand instead of three and she has one in each foot Right. So they only coated her claws in animantium, so her whole body doesn't have animantium. Because of that, her healing factor doesn't need to fight off the animantium, so she can heal a lot faster than Wolverine. Which is insane to think of, because there's literally been comic books where Wolverine was blown into a, just his skeleton, and just in a few panels, he's fully regenerated. Insane. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. But anyways, back to the movie. Um, introduce this character. Wolverine's trying to, you know, show that he's not like a father to this person. Yeah, no, Wolverine trying to don't fight want none that, of that the whole movie. 
Um, great action scenes. You see her killing people left and right. I mean, it's awesome. Um, that little girl as an actress was phenomenal. Do you know that she originally was not written as a Hispanic character? Yeah, she did it in her interview and they yeah, loved it. She during her her interview, her audition. Audition interview is the same on. shit. It is not the same thing. You're telling me you're not interviewing? No. You are not. You are auditioning. <laughs> All right, get it right. Get it together. Fine. So she in her auditioned. audition, she was sitting there with Hugh Jackman and she asked and she said, Can can I do this part in Spanish? And it was like, Sure, why not? Go ahead. You do you. Yeah. And she did it and it blew them away. She's also like punching them and like actually bruised yeah, them. And that's she same is. Yeah, he said that. She like legit bruised. And he's like, that's something we should have talked about in the beginning is if that act is going to be carried over. Because that would be damn disappointing if they didn't if build they didn't upon use her as the her. actual X-23. Yeah. You're right. That would be very disappointing because she's a good age. She can literally age with the universe. Right. So right. as the universe gets older, she'll get older. So she'll progressively... You think for solo movies, at least, there's usually what? At least two to three years in between them? Yeah. Right? So, because Thor The Dark World came out in what? 2014, I'm pretty sure, right? Sure. Something along we'll those lines. We'll go with that. Yeah. Let's, let's just say it was some. I'm pretty sure it was 2014. So, you think there's like three years in between these solos films? So, if they do a solo movie for, like, she'll age about the right, right age. You know, like, you'll literally see her get older. There'll be a huge gap. Cause you know how how quickly kids grow. Like, she'll look significantly different in three years. Like, yeah, hugely different. So that that would work out. That would be very disappointing if they didn't keep her. But okay. <clears throat> so yeah, so they're trying to get her to like the safe place for mutants. Is essentially the idea of the whole movie. They come across all the other kids that were experimented on. There's a lot of, you know, Easter eggs of, like, these characters' powers that you can refer back to previous, you know, X-Men characters. Solid movie. Spoilers. Again, Wolverine dies at the end. Yeah, I guess Pretty we should have said that in the beginning. We're going to spoil all these movies for the most part. Yeah. Not holding anything back. I feel like we have, it's our overall rule, but I still that's feel like true. I say it. Is somebody checks out a random episode and we're just ruining it all for them? Yeah, that's true. Not only that, but I guess it is the end of the year. So if you haven't seen any of these movies... Shame on you. Yeah. Get your life together. <laughs> I guess. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to rate this five Wolverine or X-23 claws Uh-oh. out of five. I think this is. Does she have a total of five claws? No, four. She has six. She has six. So everything except for the left foot. Yeah. <laughs> like I did Such that? a weird thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the left foot. Minus the left foot. You're giving it a five Five X-23 claws out of X-23 claws. Yeah. That's pretty fucking solid, man. I can't think of a single complaint I have about that movie. I feel like if I go back and rewatch it, I could. But as of right now, no, you're right. I couldn't. It's hard because I believe in the general rule of no movie is perfect. But this movie was pretty fucking good. It's pretty good, man. It was... And you know, and when I stand back and you know take it into like you know comic book terms, right? There's nothing like huge, out of character for anybody that they had in that movie no, that bothered me. There's there nothing isn't. like that. I mean, Professor X, you know, kind of grew a little bit of a potty mouth, but that didn't bother me at all. Yeah, like, no, it, there was no point where I was like, "That's not Professor X." Like, no, he's he's an old man now. Like, he's he's not the 
esteemed, you know, prestigious Professor Xavier that we used to see running the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters. Like he's just an old senile gone man. Some shit. Yeah, he's seen a lot of messed up shit, and he's just kind of like, I'm, I'm fucking old, man. Like I'm ninety. Like. Leave me alone. I think it could have been cool to see some other characters. Like, a lot of people want to see Sabretooth in it. That would have been cool to see Sabretooth. That would have been cool to see it. But, you know, all in all, that doesn't change. It's still, no, still five. What are you rating it? I guess I'll, I'll give it everything but the left foot, man. Yeah. You're right. I can't. It's like I said, it's hard because I never want to. It's hard to give a movie a perfect score because no movie is perfect. But, fuck. Giving it a five. But, Let's do it. Next movie. Power Rangers. Did you see this one? I've seen most of it. I didn't finish it. I was watching it with some friends, and then it got really late. So you so just I, left. I pretty much didn't make it. I got to the Blue Ranger first got his, like, transformed. That was the word. That's not it. But he got his armor. Running for, you tell me, his Zord? His Megazord? No, no, no. He actually... Because you know how they're having Oh, issues. when he actually puts on this, the Power Ranger suit? Puts on the suit. Dude, you made it through like the first 30 minutes. Nah. There's like a whole nother like, hour that you did not see. All right. Well, I'll let you give this one, yeah. <laughs> give this one the breakdown. <clears throat> so I saw this one. It, it was also a while ago. Dude, I was a huge Power Rangers fan growing up as a kid. I don't know if you... Did you watch Power Rangers I as did. a kid? Were you like a big fan of it, or I was a pretty kinda... big fan. You know, I remember my brothers ruined it for me though. Why they ruined? Because I mean, so when the first one, the first Power Rangers came out, I don't even know what year. Do you know what year it is? Nineteen ninety. I think in America it was ninety four. Right. So I'm young, right? Right. And I didn't realize that every episode was the same. Pretty until much. Until my brothers pointed it out to me. Well, and then it kind of killed it a little bit because every episode. It's damn near the same thing. They saw a monster. They fight. He they grows defeat big. Him, they grow big. Get the Megazord. They get the Megazord. They beat him again. That's, That's true. every single storyline. That was the general synopsis of every storyline. But do you know why that is, though? They don't. So, Power Rangers was originally created in Japan. And it's not called Power Rangers. It's called Super Centaur, I think. Um, and what they did when they brought it to America that a lot of the fight scenes and stuff they actually use the same scenes from the japanese show and then just mix them in with the english version so like well, when we see the actors outside of their costumes and stuff of course those are the american actors but a lot of times when we saw them in their costume those were just the japanese people in the costume and then the americans would dub over it some low budget ass shit to do <laughs> it was the 90s bro what did you expect um, there's also an issue too, because in Japan, the yellow ranger is a guy and in America, it's a female and the female ones, they wear, like, you can clearly tell that they, their power ranger uniform is geared toward a feet. Like they have a skirt, yeah. they have like heels on their shoe, on their boots or whatever. So like you can clearly tell like it's a female. So that, that was an issue that they had to like work with. But other than that, that's why. The yellow ranger does not have a skirt. Only the pink ranger does. Because it's actually a guy in that costume. Super silly. Right? Anyway, back to the current Power Rangers. 
Which I love are, our fun facts we're giving about all these. Yeah, I know, right? I all think, these movies. I didn't think we'd have this many when we started this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was a huge Power Rangers fan, dude. I, I love the Power Rangers. Like every day after school, like I tried to make it home in time to see the Power Rangers. I still remember like all the original Rangers names. You got Tommy, Jason, Billy, Kimberly, all of them, right? So seeing this kind of come back, I was like, with today's technology, I was pretty happy for it. I was like, okay, cool. I didn't see it in theaters. I waited for it to come out digitally to watch it. But I enjoyed it. Like, I had fun with it. Was it a great movie? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. The acting was a little cheesy. Not only cheesy, but I don't think the actors that they picked were, like, the best actors. You know what I mean? Like, of course, the writing was cheesy. And they could do, they, they, they seemed to be doing the best they could with the writing, with the script they were given. Right. But... I don't know, man. Some of the moments seem really forced and just kind of all over the place. But to be fair, that's kind of how the show was anyway. You know, like none of the show moments felt like super real or natural. Like they were all kind of like forced and kind of kind of make you feel a little awkward. You know what I mean? Like I, I was watching it and it was a little cringy. So but other than that, I mean, there were a couple moments that they took right from the original series i don't like the redesign of the megazord i thought it was stupid they should have just <laughs> stuck with the original like there's no way a mastodon looks like that like it's just it was just dumb like some of the redesigns made no sense like why give the saber-toothed tiger six legs instead of four doesn't make sense what purpose does that serve and then the megazord's all big and gray like all these colors and you go with gray? Really? <laughs> anyway. Um, See, I felt, I mean, I, was, I haven't finished it. I felt like it was kind of cheesy. <clears throat> oh, it definitely was. Um, but again, that's Power Rangers it, fashion. You know I what I mean? Oh, man. If you're going to make a movie, you're going to make it in 2017. I mean, I guess I don't know if kids today still watch Power Rangers. I don't think they do. But you got to say, the, the main people that watch Power Rangers are older now that's so true. they could have very well tried to target a, that same group and people would go see it because they grew up to see power rangers yeah it's not and i'm not saying that you know young kids didn't want to go see this movie i'm sure they did but i feel like you could have done something really cool something like that youtube video you know what i'm talking Definitely, about yeah um that's like amazing it's kind of dark yeah, and power slash rangers yeah it's great yeah. stuff I feel like I will have read something like that. And something confused me too, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but the Power Rangers outside of their suit didn't have powers, right? They didn't. They were still skilled at martial arts. Right. They didn't have powers. They weren't no. like they weren't like super strong. Had and, crazy hops and yeah, they had weren't they weren't breaking sinks or anything like that. Like I mean, because I don't know the original Power that. Rangers show, they're all just like very good martial artists. And, like, their suits, like, enhance their abilities to a certain extent. But none of them had, like, super strength or, like, anything like that. So, they definitely took some liberties there, which is fine. I, I, there were a lot of people who were fans of the original Power Rangers who complained about some of the liberties they decided to take. Like, with the costume design and with the Megazord redesign and, and you know, stuff like that. I don't care about all that shit. It should be different. It's supposed to be different. I don't want to see the same Power Rangers I saw when I was a kid. Because I'm not a kid. I, got, I wanted to see something new. 
and I think I think they did a pretty decent job of accomplishing that, but I do still think they could have made some smarter decisions. Not necessarily saying the, the same decisions that were made in the original Power Rangers series, but just some better ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there was the scene where, like, so the, there's a scene where they finally all get their Megazords. And in the original show, when they when the Megazords were going to come, or when the Zords were going to come together to create the Megazord, there was always the same cutscene, right? This weird, it doesn't matter where they were. <laughs> They could be in the middle of the biggest city on the planet. There's always a cutscene of all the Zords running along a mountainside. And it's like, where the fuck did this mountain come from? <laughs> Who knows? Who cares? Because they're about to form the Megazord. Shut up. So they used, like, they recreated that same cutscene for this movie and played the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme, kind of like remixed. And I was just like, that whoever did that one <laughs> you watched it you that was that was for me right because most of this movie is not for us it's not for the the people who watch power rangers as a kid it's not for us it's more for our kids right i think this movie is geared toward a younger generation obviously right they want they wanted that nostalgia i think i think in the mind of the creator they wanted people like me who watched it when I was a kid to want to bring my kids to this so they could experience the magic that I felt when I watched Power Rangers as a kid. And then they threw in some tidbits because they knew that that's probably what was going to happen. So they threw in some, some small references so people like me could sit back and be like, this kid knows nothing about. <laughs> this is This ain't my Power Rangers, but damn it, if... That's that's it right there. And that was really good. That one moment probably made the whole movie for me. I was just like, yep, I'll 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 fucking take it. So all in all, how did you feel about um the whole breakfast club start to it and the whole fine. I've never seen the breakfast club. Uh, you should. You should yeah, watch it. It's a classic. I know. It's one of those movies where it's like it's on my list. There's a lot of movies that are referred to as classics that I have not seen. And it's on my list of classics to watch. I just haven't got around to watching them. And that's definitely one of them. I need to watch so, it. I mean, that's one of the complaints that I heard a lot about. It, was, it seemed like it was a Breakfast Club Power Rangers movie. But Breakfast Club is the whole idea is all these students meet in detention and then they bond together. That's literally what happened. They all met in detention. Right. Even though all of them weren't supposed to be there, that's where they met. Yeah. Which so, is... And then a lot of people complain about it being like a huge commercial for Krispy Kreme. That's true. That there was a very weird product placement of Krispy Kreme, and I don't. A lot of people. I don't know why. I I guess it's because they've been struggling, right? Krispy Kreme has not been doing very well as a company. They close a lot of stores and stuff like that. But I, I think they just weren't doing well in our area. They do well in other areas. Yeah, maybe that's what it was because they've just reopened some stores where we are, or one at least. And it was. It was a very like dude, they've they I mean, they said Krispy Kreme paid a lot of money thirty to forty to be in this movie. Oh, absolutely. And then uh it was like no other donut existed in this world. And then Krispy Kreme when the movie came out had Power Ranger donuts. Did they? Yeah. Oh. Were they like the colors of the Power Rangers? Yeah. That makes sense. Hmm. Okay. All right, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and rate it. 
I don't know. I'll give it two and a half saber tooth tigers, Zords, out of five. <laughs> I don't feel like it's fair for me to rate it because I haven't seen the whole That's thing. Fair. Although I'm not going to. The one downside is that my favorite Power Ranger wasn't in it, which is Tommy, who's been the Green Ranger, mm-hmm. the White Ranger, the Red Ranger. And pretty much every other fucking ranger you can think of. He's been a gold ranger. It's, it's insane. My favorite Tommy is the white ranger, but I know a lot of people's favorite Tommy is the green ranger. I've always been a white ranger kind of guy myself. <laughs> but hey, you greenies out there, you you can have that. I'm a white ranger. I'm trying to remember. Guy. Which one was he first? He was a green was ranger green first then, because he was evil first. He was evil and then... It's and then he became the white ranger when he turned good. And then he became the red ranger in... Power Rangers Turbo and Outer Space. Yeah. And then, like, later on, this he's the only Power Ranger that still makes appearances in Power Rangers. He was in the movie. Jason David Frank is his name that plays Tommy. He's an MMA fighter now, which is nuts. Yeah. But he actually knew martial arts in the show. Like, he was the only kid that legitimately knew martial arts. He taught the other kids martial arts in the show so yeah. fun facts yeah more fun facts he's an MMA, yeah he, he fights him in the mma sometimes now and he was in the movie him and kimberly the girl who the woman who originally played kimberly who was always his love interest in the show so there you have it <laughs> power rangers history all right next up teen titans judas contract now let me be honest i remember this movie but I also feel like what I remember about it is 100% inaccurate. <laughs> like, legitimately. Like, not even close. All right. Brother Blood's in it. That's about all I remember. And Deathstroke. Right, and Deathstroke. Right. So, Brother Blood hires Deathstroke to, to kill the Teen Titans, I think? Something along those lines, right? He's definitely trying to kill the Teen Titans. And he's definitely got this weird relationship with um, Tara. Tara. Super fucking weird. It's really, yeah. It's unsettling. Because Tara's clearly really young. She's and like Tara's 13. clearly got like a, a sexual like a, interest man. in Deathstroke. And Deathstroke just manipulating her. She like gets drunk at one point and like tries to seduce him. And he's just like, in time, my dear. In yeah. Time. It's like, what? Um, Not fun. Overall, I mean, I enjoyed it. You know, because I'm a. Batman's my favorite superhero. I've said it before. I'll say it again. But I'm a huge Nightwing fan as well. And I feel like Nightwing should get more. I mean, he gets plenty of attention in comics, but he should get more attention in, in does movies. Does he get enough attention in comics? I mean, he's got his own comic book line and everything. Yeah, I guess he does. But I feel like he still doesn't even get enough attention in comics. I, still like he, I feel like he's still more backseat to Batman all the time, even though he took over as Batman at one point. I mean, you got to think about the fact in the comics, he leads the Teen Titans. So he's got the whole Teen Titan thing going for that's him. True. And that's a pretty popular comic book yeah, line. And the Starfire. He's got his own line of comics. Um, but as far as, like, you know, movies and TV shows, I mean, we haven't seen Nightwing in a live action movie at all. We've seen Robin, Dick Grayson, but we haven't seen Nightwing. Um, and we've seen him in animated movies, but we haven't seen him have a huge role. I mean, he was. And Bad Blood. Which he was great in. Which he was I great in. I loved him in that. 
And then he was in this one, and I also thought he was great in it. And I actually enjoyed the the whole love interest thing they, you know, expressed through between him and Starfire, them getting a place together, and Damian Wayne being like, "Oh, I approve of this." And like it was kind of a cool thing to see. Right. Um. So I would say from that standpoint, I really enjoyed the movie because I just want to see more Nightwing. Um. What else yeah, do you remember? I don't about got it? anything. Yeah, so Tara was in it. Beast Boys in it. Blue Beetles in it. They have a flashback scene where they first meet Starfire, and then right. you get to see Speedy in it, or Red Arrow, whatever right. you want to call him. I think he's called Speedy at that time point. Yep. Um, Beast Boy. Uh, Kid Flash. Um, so you see all them. Is this the one where they like. No, that's uh, Teen Titans versus Justice League. Yeah, so this is not the Trigon. one where they're fighting the Justice League. Right. No, I was thinking about Trigon. Raven's right. father. Yeah, not this one. It's not this one. But Raven's in it. <laughs> she is in it. Man, I do not remember this one at all. They, I mean, they had cool fight scenes. They had train scenes where you get to see, you know, different characters fight each other. So we saw, like, Blue Beetle, like, shh. Man, that might be the other one, though. Yeah. They're blending together, aren't they? Maybe we shouldn't spend much time on this one. Yeah, we're not going to talk much about this. I'm not gonna remember, we don't remember it very much, so... I remember enjoying it. Me too. If you want to see Nightwing and Deathstroke... If you want to see Nightwing and Robin fight Deathstroke, you get that, and that's entertaining. Fair enough. That's all I'll say. Two Robins out of five? I'm going to go three, even though I don't remember three it. Robins I remember enjoying it. <laughs> three Boy Wonders? Three Boy Wonders. All right, but are they wearing long pants or short pants? Long pants. Long pants. For sure. For sure. What's next? Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. You're thinking about something. What are you thinking about? I'm just thinking about how to start this. Because this one, I feel like, could be a really long one or it could be really short. I feel like we should keep it short. Probably. Because it's probably been talked to death, right? Yeah. It was good. <laughs> Wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah, I'm going to say it was okay. Fair enough. It was all right. <clears throat> it was the humor was extremely good. Extremely predictable. What? Very predictable. The, I, I personally think the humor was almost overdone. In I was this just about movie. to say that. It was good, but it was a bit too much. There were a couple moments that just were like... There were a couple of moments of humor that fell flat simply because they just didn't need to be there. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't need to be in this moment. And the Pretty only much. reason why the joke didn't work is because the moment they chose to put it in. It could have worked in a different moment, but just not this one. I feel like almost every joke Drax said could have been taken out. They did try to make him they, overly humorous. And it's like, why? Like, in the beginning, he was funny. But then, like, it was, like, too consistent him, like, every single scene saying a joke. And then by yeah. the end, I'm like, this dude's not even funny anymore. He just fucking just annoying. Shit. Yeah. Baby Groot was funny. That was entertaining. Baby Groot was felt great. like that was perfect. Best part. Um, what's the dude's name? Star Lord's not his real dad, but his Yandere. daddy. Yeah. His daddy. His daddy. He was good. It? I feel like I he was entertaining for the whole movie. But I'm your daddy, boy. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. But I feel like my biggest issue is within. The very first scene, 
I was able to predict exactly what was going to happen at the end. It was super predictable. Like you knew when he was, that when they were fighting the 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 big octopus thing. Is that what you're talking about? No. Well, when they're well, yeah, but no. When they're that was the best that, scene in the movie, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, when that they see that uh, that whole alien race that's super intelligent and they steal shit from them. You knew that they were going to show up at the end. There's going to be a big fight scene. You knew Star Lord's real father was going to be evil in some sort of way. And they're all going to meet at the end and be some epic battle. And the Guardians are going to come up on top. Yeah. You knew that right in the beginning of the movie. That's true. And that was my biggest complaint. As I was like, oh, here it is. There was no surprise. There was no nothing. Yeah. You did kind of know Star-Lord's dad was going to be evil. Yeah. And they did an okay job of, like, you know, painting him as a likable character. But I feel like ultimately it was just kind of like... He's like, eh. You know, right. you know what's funny to me is that I feel like the joke that worked the best for me was a joke we actually saw in the trailer, which is like the opposite of how it usually goes. Because usually right. you see it so many times in the trailer, it's not as funny as in the movie. But the the bomb joke where he's or when he's like looking for tape, I yeah, that was really funny because there was more to it than what we saw in the trailer, and I was just like, you know what, that joke still works. So good job for that shit. But other than that, yeah, it was it was okay, man. I want to go back and watch it again. I will say I only saw this movie once. I do want to go back and see it again just to kind of revisit it, revisit some things, but it was good. This is the thing great. too. Like it doesn't entice me to watch it again. Like I watched the first one several times. Me too. Like this one I'm I'll like... still go back and rewatch the first one. Yeah. It was too much of the same from the first one. It was a lot of the and same from just... the first one. They did do a lot of the same stuff. But you kind of... I get it. It worked the first time. But the reason why it worked the first time is because it was so unexpected. Right? Right. So, nah. So, yeah. Good. Not great. How many Guardians of the Galaxy? Three. Two. Man. Wow. Like, the more I think about it, like, I mean, it's, it's worth seeing, but it's not great. There's no. a lot of things wrong with it. That's true. And like I said, I mean, the humor. That's the biggest hu- problem. The humor, I think yeah. it's just too much. And the predictability. Yeah. All right. What's next? Ooh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I don't know why that comes to my head every time. I, think <laughs> I don't know, I don't know where I got it from, <laughs> where it came from, if it's like her theme song at some point. But every time I hear it, I just go, Wonder Woman. Anyway, <laughs> it's, so it's good. The th- so Wonder Woman. I'll still I argue this. Did I do good? You did. Phenomenal. I feel like I went higher. I'll, you did, but you got you kind of got that that more more of that voice. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've said this before, and at the the risk, I guess, of repeating myself again, I'll, I'm gonna say it again. Either way, I thought Wonder Woman was a good movie. I didn't think it was a great movie, but the re- I think the reason why it was so highly regarded is because of what it's been compared up to. Up until that point, we had Man of Steel, we had Batman versus Superman. Neither one of them did very well. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. None of them did very well. And even Suicide Squad was like, you hated the movie. The only reason I liked it is because it was, to me, it was more fun 
than Batman versus Superman because I did not like Batman versus Superman. You like Batman versus Superman, but again, there was so much. There's so much divisiveness between the DC movies up until this point, with arguably more people leaning toward that they're not good. That when we finally got this, a good DC movie, a good female-led superhero movie, it was kind of like shit. Like. I think that kind of took it and bumped it up a notch because of those factors. I'm not going to take away the fact that it was a good movie. I did think it was a good movie. I don't think it is great as everybody says it is, but I did think it was a good movie. It was good. There was a lot of flaws. It felt the third act fell into the same thing that a lot of other DC movies have fallen into. It was just a big CGI battle. I hated Ares, the reveal of Ares. My least favorite part of the movie. I hated it, but it was good. Everything up into the third act was great. The 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 war scene where she's on the battlefield, that was fucking phenomenal. Great action scene. Third act, not so much. What you got? I uh I think I liked it more than you did. Um I mean, I get it. it's it's not a perfect movie, and I and I agree with your point that up to this point, DC's track record wasn't great. But I even I sometimes try to take these movies, take a step back, and let's not compare it to it as a superhero movie. Let's compare it to it as a movie as it stands alone. As a movie as it stands alone, I agree with you. Ares, the big CGI battle at the end was not great, but other than that, as a movie standalone, I think it was pretty damn good. It was entertaining. Now, let me take the other comic book kind of approach to it. Wonder Woman's a cool-ass character, like when oh, you really definitely. think about it. She's very entertaining in the comic books. She's Absolutely. very entertaining in the cartoons. I love the fact that she's like got this like demeanor to her that, like, ah, let's fight. Let's do this. Right. And I'm a warrior, and she's got the confidence. She's a warrior she's first and foremost. And, like, kicks She's mass. not afraid of any man. But she does. She's always striving to do the right thing. Right. Even though she doesn't fully understand who man is, why she should protect them. She just knows that they need protecting. And she likes to fight. So it's like, why not do it? So yeah, there's a lot of layers to Wonder Woman, for sure. So, as you were saying before, we finally got a female superhero movie. I think they did a good job wasn't of doing it. wasn't complete her. shit. Because think about the other female-led superhero movies. Catwoman. Garbage. Electra. Electra. Garbage. I can't even think of any other ones. I'm pretty sure that's it. I think, yeah, I think that's it. So we finally got one. It's good. It's solid. I think the actor did a good job. I think the origin they did was a good job. The only big complaint, I oh, the humor. The humor was good, too. The it humor had was very good. scenes that was very funny. And yeah. that's, this is the first, I guess, other than the Suicide Squad, this is the first out of the other ones that had some humor. In some it, lighter that moments. You would, yeah, yeah, that would make you laugh. So... I mean, if they just didn't CGI CGI this character Harry's at the end so much, and that fight scene didn't look a little goofy for that reason, this movie to me would be perfect. Hmm. Um, I also didn't like the choice of actor that they chose for. I did either. though. You did? I did. You know what? Why? You like the old Weasley man? Yeah. Oh. I like the actor in general because I'm a big Harry Potter fan. He's a Harry okay, Potter fair character. Enough. So you don't have that going for you. I don't. I like that. Um, but this is my thing. So, and 
like I, I'm sure you picked up on it when you were watching, because I definitely picked up when watching. It. Like they're trying to make you think that that one character is Ares, and right off the bat, I'm like, that this is gonna be the little bit of a twist. It's not gonna be him, and I was, within maybe the second scene of seeing the actor that was gonna be Ares, I knew it was gonna really be him. Did you see it coming? No, I saw it coming. Just because I think I didn't see it until like the the almost the third act, and I was like, okay, you know what? I, I don't think it's who we expect it to be. I like that they did that though, because if it was him, I feel like it would be disappointing that we spent this whole movie and we knew exactly who this character was gonna be. I now I think of Ares. Um, I try to compare it to like other things I've seen Ares with Wonder Woman in it, and the only example I can think of is Justice League, the cartoon. The cartoon. Right? Do you remember him? Yeah. I guess he didn't look that far off. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of, he was just, he's just the guy that's just whispering in your ear and he's just making people fight. He's not some general that's leading people into battle for it. He's just trying to manipulate people to make this war because that's what he is. That's what he does. Right. And that's how they did him in the character. So I was perfectly fine with that. I just, the way he looked at the end looked a little bit goofy. Look at you coming up with valid points <laughs> and shit. Good job, man. He did and honestly, I mean, that, that complaint is a complaint I can have about every single superhero movie that we've had. Marvel, DC, whatever. Yeah. Is a true. lot of times we just get some character. He looks goofy. And it's a fight scene at the end. As far as villains go, I mean, when you compare it to other villains, I mean, he's he's on par with everybody else. Right? Yeah. He's not. He's not as good right. as he's, he's not as good as Joker. Um, or Loki. Or Loki. But he's as good as everybody else other than those two. Yeah. He's just the same as Malekith. Exactly. Do you know who Malekith is? Um, isn't he the elf? He is the Thor? elf. Yeah. The weird white albino elf. Which is not even memorable. I don't even remember <laughs> that movie. I'm surprised I remember his name. Actually. I'm surprised too, but you're a Thor fan. So anyways, I wanna I'm gonna give it a solid four lassos of truth out of five. I'll agree with that score. It's hard not to give it five. No, if they, no. If, I'll if, give it like a three and a half. Still a good score. Cut one of those lassos in half. We didn't really give a breakdown. Can you cut the movie. lasso of truth? I don't think you can. I don't think you can either. Hmm. Somebody email us in if we're wrong. Yeah. Post it on our Facebook page. Or Twitter. <laughs> Shameless blogs. Anyway. We haven't been given a character breakdown for this. We we're gonna wait. Do what? Or not a character breakdown, a uh, a plot breakdown for for Wonder Woman. For Wonder Woman. Ah, we don't need to. Yeah, go see the movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, why are you listening to this? Yeah, I'm just kidding. Keep listening, even if you haven't <laughs> seen it. Just watch it. No, no, you turn it off right now. It's it's great. Just watch it. Listen to this in the background as you watch it. There we go. It lines up about. Got any right. questions? Go ahead, email us in. We'll, we'll try to answer them for you. Lines up about the same. So, all right, all right. what we got next? Next one, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Man, that's that's like only like halfway through the year. How many more movies we got left to talk about? Four. Jesus. No, three. Okay, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Dude, we're like an hour fifteen in already. Let's keep going. Whatever. Yeah, let's get it in. Hour thirty is not a big deal. Yeah. So, Spider-Man: Homecoming, favorite Spider-Man movie so far, easily. This one we don't have to spend as much time on because we actually have a review of this one. So, if you want to know our 
If you want to hear us go into depth about it, you can go back and check out our review. We have a review of this one. So Give us really a, go into depth a about this one. 30 second plot story. We got the new Spider-Man. He's trying to impress Tony Stark. He's trying to become an Avenger. So he's trying to prove that he has the skill and the will to become an Avenger. And in the process, he kind of makes some wrong decisions, trying to be bigger and badder than what he is. And this Vulture guy kind of puts him in his place. You had five more seconds, man. Oh, with great power comes great responsibility. They didn't even say it in this movie. You're right. <laughs> they shouldn't have, but... It's always a part of the Spider-Man mythos. Always. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it was probably one of the best Spider-Mans. Definitely one of the best Spider-Man. The nostalgia kind of makes me like the very first Tobey Maguire one. I get that. Um, But overall, I mean, villain was good. The villain was was great. That was the, I think that was one of the best parts of the movie. There was a great balance between the, the hero and the villain, which we don't often get. And that balance was great. Like, the Vulture, they took what could have been one of the goofiest villains that they've ever done, and they just really put a great spin on them, right? They weren't going to do the Green Goblin. It's been done. They weren't going to do Doc Ock. It's been done. Like, all of Spider-Man's biggest villains have already been done, and they wanted to separate themselves from it. So they went with the Vulture and the Shocker. Which, you know, Shocker doesn't have Bad a big role in it. I know you don't like him. That's okay. even Shocker. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Right, fair enough. Let's not even call him that. Let's make him a, a new name. Just guy with yellow sleeves? Yeah, yellow sleeve. There we go. Half yellow jacket. Um, but, dude, they did a great job with the Vulture. I love the origin of, like, using, like, leftover Chitari parts to, like, build this suit. The weight, like... In the suit, he truly looked menacing. Like, there's a scene where he swoops down and grabs him out of the sky. And I'm like, fuck, that's crazy. And the scene where he's, like, beating him up and he picks him up with his wing and he's just kind of, like, holding him. Really good job. Not only that, but I think... So, I was genuinely surprised when we found out that the vulture was Liz? Yeah. Liz's father. I was legit like, oh, wow. That was a good twist. I was like, huh. Wasn't expecting that. I should have expected it. I saw it coming. But I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. Yeah. I, I was like, man, I should have expected that, but I didn't. So when I saw it, well, you know what it was? They did a good job. They they didn't let race be a big issue in this movie. And I think that worked significantly to their advantage. Because I did look at her, and she, like, she's just a black girl, right? This is what she was. So when he opened the door, and I'm like, then I looked at her again, and I'm like, I would... I 100% believe that she's mixed. 100%. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that worked. Perfect. And then when he finds out and he, like, figures out that he's Spider-Man and, like, turns around and, like, basically holds a gun to him, like, look, dude, just let me handle my business, all right? Don't worry about me. Just, I'm going to take care of this, and then you can do whatever you want. But this is happening. Spider-Man realizes, look, we talked about it. Good it was movie. a good menacing like part. Yeah. I thought the villain was great, which is what's normally lacking in these Marvel movies. I would love to see the Vulture come back and do something again. I'm going to give it... Before you're ready, I'm going to say one more thing right, about the movie. For true Spider-Man fans, right? The people that hardcore read the comic books. 
I feel like it's important to understand that this is like a different version of Spider-Man, right? So I think he himself, like characterized, like the talkative parts, he nails. The storyline is obviously a little bit different, right? Like traditional Spider-Man, he's not having a role model by Iron Man. That's true. Well, he does still kind of look up to Iron Man in the comic books. But not like, he's not starting out and then like everything he's doing, he's like reporting back to Iron Man. No, that's true. I've read a couple of things of some people that are like true, true fans of Spider-Man, read the comic books, and they didn't like this movie because they changed some things. And I 100% understand that. But as far as the Spider-Mans we've had, he's one of the best. He's one of the best that can do Peter Parker and Spider-Man. And I like that they went with a more modern Peter Parker, right? Because I agree, yeah. And a more modern, like, high school. They didn't, this isn't high school of 2000. This is high school of 2017. And it, that's what it is. Like, his bully is not some big football jock. It's just a dick that's on the same academic team as him. And it's like, that is how modern day school is. Like, the stereotypical bully does not exist. Like, not truly, right? I don't know if I'd like, say that. I mean, it, it like the bully exists, but the idea of like all bullies are like you know football stars or basketball jocks or whatever, like the big muscle head guys. Yeah, this like, is a 2017 bully, like you said. Like, that's this is the that's new not way. true. Like most bullies are just a a dick who stays on the computer. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's how most bullies are nowadays, at least. So I like that his bully was not. Again, like this Flash Thompson was not a football star who's twice Peter Parker's size. Like, it's a dude who, in all reality, even without his spider powers, he could probably punch him in the face and legit knock him out. You know what I mean? And right. go like toe to toe with this guy, even without Spider Man strength, and be okay. So I, I like that part of it. It's just like a guy, he's like, oh, like I gotta deal with this fucking douchebag. Because like, <laughs> that's how it is. So. The fact that they took all that and just made it, like, modern, I, I like that. Anyway, we're going to rate it now? Yep. I would give it three and a half Ooh. spider webs. No, I'll give it four. I'm going to definitely give it four. Four. For sure. Four and a quarter. <laughs> four and a quarter. Four. Four and a quarter. I'm for staying sure. strong at four. I think four. Yeah, I'm gonna four. go. I'm gonna go four and a quarter. Cool. <laughs> okay. What we got next? Batman and Harley Quinn. Animated movie. Animated movie. We'll run through this one real quick. It's great to see the the Bruce Tim animated universe and like the looking. It it looked beautiful, right? Like the Batman the animated series was back in ninety. I'm pointing at Sean because he knows the answer. I think you're right. 92. That sounds about right. We have it on our Batman the Animated Series episode. We do. Um, So to see it in, like, you know, the modern day, like, with the the updated graphics and everything, it looked great. They didn't change, like, too much about it. They just updated it to make it look cleaner, look nicer, look more HD, I guess is the way to put it. So it looked great. The story was a little weird. Harley Quinn was a little out there, which I guess she's supposed to be because she's Harley Quinn. There's a sex scene between Harley Quinn and Nightwing, which is a little weird. Yeah. But 
And that's the thing about that movie. There's, there's, there was one, one scene. There's a sex scene, and the next scene there's a fart joke. And it was very inconsistent for the, the target market for this movie. Yeah, and I think that's what we talked about a lot in our review. Who yeah. was this movie for? Because we couldn't tell. It was just kind of all over the place. All right. So I mean, the so basic idea is Poison Ivy teams up with the main villain for Swamp Thing. I don't know much about Swamp Thing. I can't even think of the main villain's name. It wasn't even Swamp Thing. It's a Swamp just, Thing villain. Though. He's just, oh, right. Yeah. He's like his main villain. Yeah, he just looked like Swamp Thing, but he wasn't actually right. Swamp Thing. Um, they have Swamp Thing in the movie for like two seconds. He comes, Literally he goes away. two seconds. That was super silly. Um, it was cool because I wasn't expecting to see him. And then he was like, here, he said like a line and then he left. It was ridiculous. The fighting scene at the end was a little weird. What did you think about the, the new voice of Harley Quinn? Because it wasn't Tara Strong. Yeah, it was a little It wasn't who we normally get. So they, they got a lot of people from the original animated series. Bruce, uh, Bruce Tim. Why am I? I know all these names and I'm blanking on his name. Kevin Conroy. As Batman, the guy who originally did Bat, uh, Robin, did Nightwing in this movie. The girl that does Poison Ivy did Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. But Tara Strong, which is the woman who normally does Harley Quinn, who originated Harley Quinn's voice, did not do Harley Quinn. Right. What do you think about the new Harley Quinn voice? Well, a little distracting. Because was it? it was the same, to me, so, I mean, this is the thing, right? It was drawn exactly the same way as the animated series. So you're in your mind, you're picturing that same voice yeah, coming so out of that Yeah, so I'm picturing that Harley Quinn, and it's a different voice. And it'd be interesting if I went into it not knowing that they did an actor, if I would notice. But I knew going into it that it was a different actor doing this voice. So I was like listening for it first, and then I couldn't stop noticing it. Fair That's enough. honestly probably a problem. But I mean, only people that were like hardcore fans would ever have, though. Yeah, that's you're probably right. Like, most people, most people care. are not going to have that issue. That's true. They had a lot of cool, like, very little subtle Easter eggs to the old show that was really kind of cool to see in there. Like, they go to the the sidekick bar, and then the, all those sidekicks are in old episodes. I thought that was a really awesome thing to do. I thought it was cool that they had the new drawings, but the old vehicles, because the old vehicle drawings were yeah cool. So there's That's a lot of little favorite. Easter eggs. I, I said it. It's my favorite Batmobile. I don't know why, but I just like that one the most. Yeah. It's my favorite one. Anyway. Let's rate it. Yeah, I'm going to give it two Harley Quinn mallets out of five. Yeah, I was going to give it two as well. Yeah. If you're bored, got some much time, check it out. Check it out. It's not very long. It's not. It's also not amazing. Nope. And we talk about it in our review too, but I mean, there's a series of animated movies and it's probably the worst of all of them. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, cool. What's next? Uh, moving on. Got your favorite. Uh-oh. Thor. Thor Ragnarok. It was we did good. a review on this, so we shouldn't we shouldn't go. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna go crazy this. on this. We did do a review and it's a very recent review. Like we good but not great. There were there were some moments I didn't like. There were some moments I really did like. Yeah. What did I give it in the in the review? I don't know if we said if we rated it. I'm sure we rated it. Don't remember I think what. We did it out of five. Were you sure? I don't think we did. All right. I let's, don't remember rating it. All right. Well, let's rate it. I remember it now. saying that it was the best of the three. Absolutely. Which I think, yeah, easily. Yeah. And that, it, I mean, it wasn't perfect. I mean, 
especially Would you put it in your top five Marvel movies? Mm. I don't really think about that. No, I wouldn't. It's. It'll maybe. I'm follow. not sure what my top five are. If I had to think real quick, we're looking at Civil War, Avengers, The Winter Soldier, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume One, Spider-Man: Homecoming. I don't think my list would be the same. I think I would have Iron Man One in there. You're Especially because right. it started at all. That would be in there. That would be in there. I was just a quick. I I haven't took the time to really think about it, but that was just like a quick rattle off. So, Guardians of the Galaxy, or not Guardians, of the Galaxy, Thor Ragnarok would probably fall seventh or eighth. Yeah, I could see it being in there. Yeah. So, what are we gonna give it? What are you gonna give it? Three and a half. Three and a half. I'm gonna give it a four. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna give it. A My four. biggest. I mean, I know you. You watched. I've only watched it once. I know you watched it twice. So maybe I need to watch it again. But I did enjoy it a lot more the second time. Yeah. Which is odd because sometimes you see a movie the second time and you you find more flaws with it. But I think the first time I watched it, I was searching for it. Like I was like, I was looking for the things I didn't like and I don't know why I had that mentality going into this movie but I was looking for the things I didn't like so the second time I kind of already knew everything I didn't like so it was just kind of like let's just sit back and watch you know what I mean so yeah. I think I did enjoy I definitely enjoyed it more the second time I might switch to a four you wanted that a four yeah, let's give it a four. Four it is. A lot of fours. That's true. It's been a good year. Yeah, I guess you're right. The Looking only reason, the only like reason I'm, I'm struggling giving it a four just because of, uh, what's his name, Gork? Korg? Korg. What? Gork? Korg was goofy, and I feel like he shouldn't be in that. that I agree. I, that bothers me. I still agree with that. I did like him better the second time. Yeah, so maybe I got to watch it again then. Yeah, definitely. All right, last one. You ready? Last one, right? Yeah. Justice League. Justice League. Rounding off the year. Again, we just did this review. We just did this review. Very, very recently. So we're not going to go last deep episode. into this. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Yeah. I think it was. You're right. It was our last, last episode. Last episode was the Justice League review. Very, very recent. So we're not going to really go into this at all. Four and a half. Ooh, no, sir. Uh, three and 3.75. <laughs> we gotta have to change the rules about these like <laughs> quarters and points. And uh, I think I feel like five is already a low scale. Most people go out of 10. I feel like with 10, I have more options. <laughs> That's why I'm like 3.75. That's what we changed for 2018. Which, 2018 you, would be a yeah, scale. If you translate it to like a 10 scale, that'd be more like a six. You know what I mean? See, this, all right. This is my issue of Justice League, right? Justice League had its problems. I'm not saying that. But just in, just in pure enjoyment, I was smiling through that true. whole movie. I was it was too. fun as hell to watch. Did I see Justice League twice? No, I saw it once. I wanted to see it twice. I saw it once. I agree, though. Finally seeing the Justice League on a big screen, it was very... 
I take the half away. I'm all four. Yeah. All right. Because it's, it's definitely not perfect. The villain, I don't feel like they did a great job with. Um, I still struggle with the fact that if I think Batman would bring him back, I go back and forth. I think about it every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Just pondering Just life. pondering it. What should Batman have done? Would he have done that? Would he not have, he done, not that? have done that? All right. Fair enough. All right. So time for the close call. Close call, close call, right? Yeah. Why are you looking at me with such confusion? I was trying to see where you're going to go with all those close calls. How many oh, times I, you're gonna I, had, I had no idea where I was going. So <laughs> feel free to chime in whenever, right. you, whenever you're comfortable. Close sir. call, close call. All right, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> so who won? Who won 2017? So you realize there is one movie that we gave five, and there's only one. So if we based it on our scale, Did we, we both give one movie a five. We both gave one movie a five. Do you remember Logan? Logan, that's crazy. So on that scale, Logan won 2017. Logan did win. You're right. If we look back at it that way, which is crazy because the beginning of this episode, I wasn't even thinking about Logan for the win. Me neither. But you know, you're right. But we didn't have looking, any complaints about it. Looking back at it. I would say it was my favorite superhero movie of the year. Yeah? Fucking Fox. Look at them. Man, way to go out with a bang. Good job, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah, that 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 guy. What a what a good guy he is. Good mate. He's Australian. Yeah. You know, going into this, I was gonna make an argument for Justice League being the best. I thought Were it was you? gonna be between Good luck with that. I thought it was gonna be between Justice League and Thor. Maybe Spider Man. I think that's because they were the most they were most fresh on our minds, you know. No, I mean I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put an animated movie in there, and no. I wouldn't have put Guardians of the Galaxy in there. And to be honest, I guess Wonder Woman should have been in there though. Yeah, I think if we looked at like the real contenders for the best movie of the year, it'd have been like I would have me per I would have said Logan, Spider Man, and Wonder Woman. So you wouldn't put Thor or Justice League in? Nope. Again, I think those are the most fresh, so we remember them the most. But thinking back on it, I didn't like either one of those movies more than the three I just named. All right. But we'll put them looking on top. Yeah. I think, man, that was the easy. I feel like that was the easiest close call. We've ever had. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had one be a perfect score. That's true. Man. There's nothing even to talk about. There's not much. Our no. listeners could have put that together. <laughs> well, we did give it a perfect score, but we were kind of scoring it by itself. So I guess, why would you say that Logan, like, why would you give that the superhero movie of the year? Like, what what made it better it's, for you? I personally don't have any complaints about that movie, but I can complain. I can have one complaint at least about all these other movies. That's fair. I would just, I would just good all around. I think for Logan, for me, the action was great, but I think it was the heart of this movie that really, really sold it. Everything. I mean, even from like, I go back sometimes because I enjoyed that first trailer so much. The not the first trailer. I think it was the second trailer. The second trailer with the Johnny Cash song "Hurt." I enjoy that trailer so much. Oh, like yeah. I thought it was so well put together the song for it was perfect the song was cut perfect the steams were cut perfectly like 
sometimes I just go back and I watch the trailer because I think that of itself was like a work of art. So it's just when I look, when I think about this entire movie, it's like, like I got that whole vibe just watching that trailer. I got that whole vibe through the entire movie. So yeah, you're right. It, it, it doesn't seem like there's much of a debate. Like we would put Logan out on top. Man, look at that. Wolverine is not even like a huge. I'm not even a huge Wolverine fan, like comic book wise. Like he's cool. He was always my favorite X Men, but yeah, you know what? Actually, Cyclops has been my favorite of the X Men. And they've done a shit job with him in the movies, but that's a whole. They have. Oh my god! Oh, another thing. You know, but in the comic books, he's kind of a terrible person, though. Oh yeah. Well, he has he yeah he has his ups and downs, but normally he's a pretty shit dude. Yeah. I think they did it because they don't want him to be too boring. But whatever. Anyway, Logan. Superhero movie of the year. Ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. All right, I think that's it, man. That's yeah. the show. Good episode. Week. Nice, nice. Sean, where can they reach us? I was going to ask you this time. What? Let's change it up. You, you let us All know. All right, cool. So, if you guys want to contact the show, or contact us, rather, let us know what you think about our choice for movie of the year. What would you have picked? If we got anything wrong, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Gmail at Close Calls Pod. So that's Close Calls Pod on Twitter, Close Calls Pod on Facebook, or Close Calls Pod at gmail.com. Email in, tweet at us, Facebook post, all that fun stuff. Contact us. Let's hear what you got to say. Yeah. Yeah? All right. Sean signing out. Bye. See you guys.